What's up, what's up, guys, and welcome to another episode of the Powerhouse Mentality Podcast. I'm your host, I'm Caitlin Kenna. Now, I know that over the last couple episodes, I've been incorporating more fitness and nutrition and starting each and every episode off with some sort of a nutrition article or a study or a fitness tip. But this episode's going to be a little bit different, and there's a reason for that. The reason why this episode's going to be a little bit different is because... I have a lot of things going on in my head right now and a lot of things that's touching on pain points from my past. And I want to share that with you because I think and I truly do believe this, that there's going to be at least one person out there who's going to listen to what I have to say tonight and is going to be able to overcome the bullshit of their past in order to propel them forward. So every single person who's listening to this right now You've been through some shit in life. There's been some thing in your life that has caused you a tremendous amount of pain. Something that is so horrific that it's so difficult to even think about. And if you haven't had something like that happen, then you're probably just not being truthful with yourself. And you're trying to be strong and not face the reality. And I get it. It's fucking hard. It's fucking terrifying to look back at something that caused you so much pain and that told you that you weren't worthy or that you weren't enough or that you were a burden or that you don't deserve life and that you don't deserve the best life. We've all been through something like that. We've all had horrific things happen to us in our life. And guess what? There's going to be horrific things that happen to us in the future, too. I know that sounds a little bit, I don't know, too real, but it's life. And one of the biggest reasons why people don't get to where they want to go in life and why they don't feel fulfillment and when they don't feel purpose and why they go through life literally just checking off the boxes and they don't even know what happiness feels like is because they don't accept the truth. Because they don't take personal responsibility. Because they just go throughout life thinking that somebody's going to come and fucking save them. And the truth is, guys, nobody's fucking coming. Nobody's coming to save you. And I know we've all heard that, like, Mel Robbins, quote, real sound that's been trending. It's like, no one's coming to save you. You know, well, it's not a trending real sound. It's fucking reality. Nobody's coming to save you. And I had to learn this the hard way. So when I had my eating disorder, I knew that I had a problem. There was a point in time where it was no longer blind to me, where I knew that I was fucking sick. And that I didn't know if I would make it another year. I remember distinctly being in the gym I was working out at Blink Fitness on Flatbush Avenue at the time. That was the first gym membership I ever had. That was the first gym that I was a personal trainer at. And that was the gym where my eating disorder completely took over my life. I was in that gym like three, four hours a day on the Stairmaster, killing myself in the weights, doing circuit training on the matted area, doing some treadmill sprints because why the hell not, right? Doing whatever I could to burn more calories because I was trying to run away from the trauma of my past. You know, if you listen to the first episode or part one of my eating disorder story, I spoke about a lot of the trauma that I went through. 
when I was younger um, with my father and with my family. And if you haven't listened to that episode, I'll link that episode down below so that you guys can listen to that one. Uh, Part two will be coming soon. It's just, to be honest with you guys, I've sat down to record it multiple times and I just can't come to it. And a lot of the reason has to be I'm not ready to touch those parts of my life yet. But I think the biggest thing is that I honestly cannot remember a lot of it because of how sick I was. That's when it got really bad. But I remember working out at that gym and just thinking, man, I really wish like one of the people in here would help me. I really wish like the front desk person would see how much pain I'm in. I really wish that they would stop saying, oh, you're fucking killing it. Like you're here every day. I wish they would look at what I'm doing and know that something was wrong. I really wish that because I wanted help, but I didn't know what to do. I really truly believed that I was too far gone. And I think in a sense I was because I didn't feel anything. But I wanted to feel pain because hunger felt good. It didn't feel good to be full. It didn't feel good to not be hungry. I like just being hungry. I didn't like being full. I didn't like that feeling. It was too uncomfortable. And I liked being in pain during my workouts. I loved the feeling of like, oh, I feel like I'm going to pass out. Man, I'm pushing my body hard. But then it became a problem when I would be walking to class in college or waiting for the subway, seeing stars because I was so freaking hungry. And I was treating my body like a piece of crap. Because I didn't think I was worthy of anything else. And I think that a lot of people, maybe not to the same extent, are in that same spot. Where they've had something horrific or traumatic happen to them or a pain point in their life. That caused them to believe that they're not enough and that they don't deserve anything better. So they abuse their body. They don't sleep enough. They drink a lot of alcohol, they numb the pain, they eat a lot of food because it makes them feel good emotionally. They don't take care of themselves. They don't work out, they don't get any sort of movement in throughout the day. They binge on Netflix, they eat like shit. And then they just say that they can't get their life together because ah, fitness is hard, being healthy is tough. It's because you don't believe that you deserve anything more. Does that hit any points for anyone? I know that I don't know every single person who's listening to this episode. And, you know, I wish I did because every single person who listens to my podcast, y'all have a special place in my heart. But if you are doing that to your body, if you're not doing the things that you know are going to take care of yourself and give you longevity and health, make you feel good. You deserve more. You don't deserve to tell yourself that you look like shit, that you aren't enough, that you're not worthy. How many of us have told ourselves that at one point? How many of us believe that? If I were to tell you that We'll paint a picture, like if you've been working towards a fitness goal, we'll say, and you really, really, really want to lose that 20 pounds, but for some reason you can't fucking do it. If I were to come up and ask you, like, do you, do you believe that you actually deserve to be 20 pounds lighter and to be in the body that you want? 
Do you, do you actually believe that you deserve that? Most people will probably say no. They don't believe it. And it's not because they're not doing the work. They're trying. But then their brain always tries to sabotage them to what it's used to, which is, I'm not enough and I don't deserve this. One of the biggest areas that people lack when they're trying to accomplish a goal is the ability to be consistent. And the ability to be consistent has to do with your belief. If you don't believe in yourself, you're not going to be consistent. You're going to give up when it becomes hard. And let me tell you, no matter what you're trying to accomplish, it's going to get fucking hard. There's going to be days when you're going to wake up and you're not going to want to go and work out like you told yourself you would. There are going to be days where somebody's inviting you out to go get a beer and pizza and you really, really, really want that beer and pizza, but you also really, really, really want to just stick to your meal prep and keep the promises that you made to yourself so that you could finally get to the goals that you want. But for some reason, you keep doing the shit that's keeping you the same. And it's because you don't believe in yourself and you don't believe that you deserve more than what you currently have. Most people will never make a change in their life because they don't believe in themselves. Most people will settle for a mediocre life. They'll settle for mediocrity because it's more comfortable than getting out of your comfort zone in order to achieve something better and greater. Because you're afraid that if you go all in on yourself, you're going to fail. And that's fucking terrifying. Now, I know I'm only 28. I've been through a lot of shit, but I know that there's a lot of people out there who have a lot more experience than I do. But I'm here to tell you that no matter who you are, you deserve to live the best damn life you can possibly create for yourself. And you shouldn't hold back. Because every single day you wake up with the opportunity to have a choice to take you closer to where you want to be, to build the life that you want, to create the opportunities that you want. But do you actually want it? Like your actions have to align with your dreams because a lot of people, the work and the, and the dreams, they just don't add up. You say you want one thing, but you're doing the complete opposite. You say you want to lose 50 pounds and be in the best shape of your life and live longer and be healthier and not be in pain and not feel sick all the time and be able to run around with your kids and be a good example. But for some reason, every fucking day, you're at the McDonald's drive-thru and you're going out with the boys to get some beers after work. Those two things don't fucking align. So you need to check in with yourself and ask you what you actually want out of your life. Because if I were to tell you that you can accomplish anything that you want, how would your actions look? Would they be different? Like, there was no possibility that you would not get to where you want to go. Would you go for it? Or would you continue to self-sabotage yourself? Because at the end of the day, it's not you who's doing it. It's your fucking thoughts. It's your mind, and you're in control of that. But it's going to take time. You have to, one, accept what's happened to you in your past. And two, allow that to be your power and not your prison. Because you get one life. And life can change really fucking fast. And I'll use use two examples. Life can change really quick for the good or for the bad. One thing that happened to me 
that life changed dramatically with one action was when my husband DM'd me and I answered back with a video message. What if I just ignored that message? The last three years of my life would be dramatically different. And I wouldn't be the person I was today without him. That's the good. But what about the bad? Two things. One, if my dad didn't get in a car accident when he was in a funeral procession and was hit from behind and herniated four discs, does he ever try Oxycontin? Does he ever get addicted? Does he ever start abusing me? Does he ever fuck up our entire family? And does he ever leave the pain that's in my heart right now? I don't know. That moment changed everything. Changed fucking everything. A couple months ago, Stone and I lost our dog. We didn't physically lose him. Like, he, he died. Our puppy. He was maybe six months old. It was a completely normal day, and life changed like, like that. Fucking in the blink of an eye. We let them out to go play in the yard like they always do. 20 minutes later, Kane, our great Pyrenees, was at the, front, was at the back door. And Stone went out to go and get Murph, and Murph was on the side of the house, dead. That moment changed everything. That one moment. But you know what it did? Yeah, it was one of the most traumatic things that's ever happened. Definitely as of recent. But it also taught me to appreciate life a lot more. And I always find that there is light in every situation. But sometimes it's really hard to find that light, and sometimes it takes years and years for you to actually see the light. But that situation happened to us because I wasn't appreciating life as much as I could. And ever since that happened, I've been waking up with the mindset of, what if today was my last shot? What would I do if today was my last shot? Would I say, oh, I'll call my mom tomorrow? Or would I fucking call her right now? Because you don't know if you're always going to have the opportunity that you have today to do the things that you want but what you do know right now is that you can do one thing that's going to take you one step closer to where you want to be and that's why I say that at the end of every fucking episode because I want you guys to stop talking about the things that you want in life and I want you to take one small step because when you take one small step those small things compound over time and they create the massive change that you want and you build the life that you've always wanted but it doesn't happen unless you take one step. So that's where I end it. Go out and do one thing that's going to take you one step closer to where you want to be.